this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today, we're going to be talking about episode five of Innocent, where uh, we finally get a murder reveal. So that's exciting. And yeah, I guess we're, we've turned the corner and we're going to start to get some more answers rather than questions. So I'm excited to talk with you guys about all of the various concussions slash deaths that happened. <laughs> Um, I am not drinking anything besides water, but I think Sophia is drinking something interesting because her cat just tried to steal it. <laughs> I'm just having a Diet Coke per usual. Your cat likes Diet Coke? I don't know. She was sniffing the, the <laughs> glass. So yeah, I, I, I like really do not like drinking from something that has been like touched by an animal. <laughs> so I think that's fair. Yeah. What about you, Esgi? I need a tea? No, not for a few hours. <laughs> Several cups yeah. throughout the day, but never for this podcast. I make sure of it. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, you know, we're holding up our grand tradition of not having any tea. So I'm proud of that. So now Sophia is going to take us through what happened in this episode. And my notes are very short. So I don't know that a lot happened. So, okay. I don't know. I feel like a few things happened. Um, there was this ominous start where... You watched the same like, episode? Uh, okay, anyway, continue. Nothing <laughs> 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 happens. Okay. <laughs> I just, I have a lot of questions that I need to ask. So it starts, like, really weirdly with, like, the wind, and there's, like, these cables that seem like they're going to explode, but they never do, apparently. Um, I was expecting for there to be like a short circuit or something. So we see Jevdet with Tariq. Honestly, the timeline for this episode is confusing. I don't know if this is in the past or in the present, but it seems like there is a ton of medication. So it seems like Tariq is taking his medication and Jevdet is like, go, like taking him to sleep. And so then he closes the door and leaves the house. Like he sees Nediman also asleep and then he like takes his car and takes some tools and leaves the house, like a lantern and I think a rope and like the shovel. So maybe it isn't the present tense. Like now I'm confused. So he's like walking in the forest and then we have the intro and then we have Tane driving and we know from the context that it's right after he ditched Ruya in the forest, um, which... I was confused about last episode <laughs> and very conveniently or I don't know like coincidentally he's in his car and he sees um Emel and Selim and they're like having a little flirty walk and I don't even remember if they kissed they might have kissed I don't know but they're like flirting clearly and so he parks his car and just like stares at them really angrily and then we have um Tadik is at his house and his Jeb that is there saying, you know, like come and spend some days in the village, like get like, I don't know, calm down before you, before you go to, to, well, before um, Emel gets back, let's just go home. Yeah. Like you're take, you'll take your medication. I got this, like, not that strong medication for you that you can take. Um, and then you'll be better when she gets back. And he's like, no, but I don't want to go. But like, if I start taking medication, she's going to leave me. Like, you know, I turn into a zombie. 
And he's like, if you don't take your medication, she's going to leave you too. And he's like, no, but my flowers, they're going to die. And the dad's like, fuck your flowers. <laughs> like, you're coming anyway. I think he literally says like, fuck the flowers or something. He's not having it. And he's just like, just pack a bag, just pack a small bag and let's go. And basically he like ends up convincing him to go to the town while she comes back. And then we see Emel and uh, Selim like flirting and like kissing in her hotel room. She's in a robe, she's gonna take a shower. Um, and very suspiciously, the recorder falls out from his pants, I guess, which how, I don't know, but it fell out while they were making out. She's like, ooh, what's this? And like, God, I wish she had played the tape, but she did not. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> Why didn't she press play? <laughs> and he's like, obviously like he's trying to be like covert about it, but he definitely is like, give me fuck my fucking recorder back. <laughs> Please don't press play. And he just like says like, oh, this is my novel. I'm just like recording some notes for my novel because I'm such a cool guy. I'm an IT guy and I write a novel. <laughs> we can talk about that later. Um, so he's like, like whatever, he takes the tape back and she's about to shower. So he's like, yeah, I'll just, he's at, like, they're, they're debating whether he should stay and they should chat or he should go pack his bag. She's like, no, 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 you can stay. I'll just shower. Um, and then we can talk when I get out of the shower. Um, which, why doesn't she invite him into the shower? I wonder. I was just curious about that. Anyway, so she goes in the shower and he's like being super sketchy. Oh, she she gets a phone call from Tadic, and he, she's like, why did you call? And he's like basically saying like, I'm going to be at my parents' house for a few days. Um, and she's like, okay, whatever. I don't care. I'll be back Wednesday. And she like this guy. Well, also for some reason, she's going, he's going back from the work trip today, but she'll go back on Wednesday, which doesn't make sense to me if it's a corporate retreat, like everyone should stay the same amount of time, but we'll talk about these weird details later on. Um, so she, he's like, obviously upset that she got a call from this dude anyway. So she gets in the shower and he's like, Oh, I need to go. And do something in the reception. I Oh, he was going to check the bus schedule. And, but what he actually does is creep into like her toiletry bag or something or his, her purse and takes out her house keys from the house in Istanbul, the apartment. Um, and she's like, oh, you can take the key if you want. Cause I don't know if I'll be out of the shower by the time you get back. And he like freaks out. Like clearly he thought that she realized he had taken the key out. Um, but he, he's like, what? And she's like, no, you can take the key if you want. And he's like, oh, okay, fine. I'll take the key or something. I don't remember what he says. But he goes away with her apartment keys. Who knows to do what? We shall find out in a few minutes. Um, and then we see Taner, like after he saw this, he just went back to get Ruya. Ruya left. She just like left the cooler and the, her scarf and some other stuff and left. And this guy's like, calling her insistently and she's not answering and then we have Jeff that he brought Tadic back and he's like he put some medicine and some water and he's like just take this like this is a light version of your medicine of your medication and it'll help you like cool down before ML gets back and you'll be fine 
And like, he's really scared about taking the medication because he knows how it gets him. And so he asks, he's like, asks his mom for like reassurance. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to you. It could be good. It could be bad. Like whatever. Or like, I don't remember exactly. That was so hard. But she's like, (laughs) she is kind of horrible, but that's her thing, I guess. Um, And so he's like, what? I, I just needed some reassurance from you so I could take my medicine. And like, of course, the dad gets really upset and they call each other names again. Well, Jibzit and Nedmin. Um, and he's just like, take the freaking medication. And they have this whole fight, which is a recurring fight about like, who's the favorite kid of each one of them and like why she can't be supportive to him when he needs support, whatever. And she gets a phone call from Taned, who's like, do you know where Ruya is? And she... She's like, no, she's not here. And she just like breaks down, I'm assuming from the previous scene. So we see some humanity from Nermin. I didn't buy it. <laughs> I do buy it. Come on. She pro- like, it must be really hard to deal with that situation. And so then we go to Ruya at the police station, which we had seen in the previous episode. And she's like telling them stuff. She's saying like, you know, ML was like kind of seeing this guy from work. And that family is just like all fucked up. And um, she was like, Emmet was feeling really alone because her husband had some serious like mental health issues and like nobody in the family was supporting her. And and she like her father died, her mother died. She had no one. So this was like a really hard time for her. And like all these people are really crazy. And so, okay, I think, I think they, I'm not going to say that still, because I think there's another scene with her where they say something important. So then we see the Selim's sister, the psychologist leave. Oh, she, she says that the, she doesn't know the name of the guy she was seeing, but that he had a sister who was a psychologist. And that's, I think that's all she knows. And then we go to see the sister who's a psychologist and Taned is like waiting outside the house and he sees her leave. He gets into the house. We see a nice, cute, stray cat. He like hurts his hand because he has to break the glass and everything to get into the house. And then, well, yeah, Ruya gives this information. And then Yusuf is like, why do, why do you have those bruises on your face? So I'm confused because this isn't, well, okay, I won't get into it, but I- It proves what I was saying. She's not being beaten up by her husband because she True. doesn't know he's blind. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations <laughs> still a creep sorry agreed no. i no. i never said he wasn't he's not a white beater <laughs> yeah i still don't believe it but we will see <laughs> um <laughs> i don't know I, I i guess i didn't make that connection but it, it it does make logical sense um what you're saying is so he gets into the apartment And he sees, like, the name of the sister and, like, he starts, like, looking around and just sees a drawer full of candies. And there's a really ominous music, but I don't know what I'm meant to make out of that drawer of candies. Like, it's just a drawer of candies. (laughs) They just put, like, really suspenseful music. So it makes me think that there's something important about that drawer of candies, but I have no clue. Um, So then Ruya walks out of the police station and this guy's boss is, like, well, you need to go back to the town again. Yusuf's boss is like, well, it seems like you're going to have to go back to the town. And it seems like he will have to go back to the town. But then he gets in his car and he has like a handwritten note, probably from Taner. I don't know if he signed it. I don't think he signed it. But like, he's like, 
um, like old, like for old time's sake, let's meet by the docks at whatever time. So he's like, fuck, like, I think Yusuf is kind of scared of Taned for sure. So he's probably like, I should go, but I'm terrified that he's going to beat the crap out of me or something. Or like, I don't know, be weird. <laughs> so Taned is like really upset and he goes, he can't find Ruya. Like he dumped her in the woods and then like he can't find her anywhere. We don't know where she went. And so he goes knocking in this house. I don't know who's, like, is it his own house? I don't know. But he's, like, yelling, like, Ruya, Ruya. And the the neighbor walks out. It's like, there's no Ruya that lives next door. And the people that live next door left, like, early in the evening. Um, but he's just banging the door with his banged up hand that's really bloody, which we can discuss later. But he, he well, like, it's confusing. Then... So the dad calls him and says, like, don't forget to water your brother's plants. And so he goes and waters. It's been like, sorry, it's been like six hours. Those plants are fine. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't help myself. Can't save it. Well, he's like, if I have some time, if you have some time, please go and water the plants. And so then we find out that our dear friend Salim broke into um, ML. Well, didn't break into because he actually had the keys. But he got into Emel and Tadek's apartment. A, he decides to not turn any lights on, which is already kind of weird. And B, he's just like very creepily narrating different things. And he's like, over. Like after each scene, it's really creepy. He's the epitome of a creep. I can't, like who would do this? And so he's like going through the different rooms in the bedroom and saying like, he likes sex, but he doesn't like sex with strangers. He's very awkward. <laughs> oh my God. I need a whole podcast of you imitating that. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what he's doing. It's so weird. And he, I don't even remember what he says, but like, I think he's kind of painting Tariq in a bad light. He's like saying that he's like a pushover kind of, and like, basically he's a better man for a man he's like more of a man for a man is is the perception that i get and he's just like he goes and like lies in the bed and like goes and check out the closet and the living room and like all with his stupid recorder and at that point ml calls him and she's like oh yeah like i'll be back on wednesday he's like why don't you come to my house like my sister's in germany and she'll be there for like however long i don't remember and like we can both be there together like whatever and she's like i don't know i'm not sure like i need to like i don't know if she says it but like she basically needs to figure stuff out with her husband before she does anything and he, and she's like what are you doing he's like oh i'm at a meeting at the publishing house for my novel and she's like at this time and he's like yeah of course and i'm like you're an idiot dude nobody believes you anyway so she hangs up oh and he's like i miss you like water and she's like what does that mean he's like like imagine you're really thirsty and you want water right, can i just say from a like native speaker standpoint that was just as nonsensical in turkish like it was just like the stupidest <laughs> sentence ever i'm so oh glad <laughs> I think there's a saying in Spanish. Like she thought it was charming, though. Well, I don't know. I'm, uh, we can discuss that later. I have mixed feelings about how she felt about it. Um, but okay. No, I th- I think for sure there's a saying in Spanish 
that says that because I didn't find it that strange. I actually thought it was strange that she asked, like, why? I don't know. I mean, there's a, I guess the there's a tradition in Turkey like, that like someone's one. going, you know, whether it be for like a, like a short trip or like they're moving, uh, the people staying behind will like throw a pitcher of water on the road behind them. And like the implication is come back before the water dries up, even though like that's obviously not going to happen, but it's just like a symbolic thing. So like when I like further think about it, I'm like, okay, maybe that's what it's pointing to to some extent but like no one would ever like say that sentence so I think it's meant to be in Turkish anyway kind of a literary or deep thing um but I just rolled my eyes at it I did get a feeling that he's one of those like super pedantic people that aren't actually that intellectual but they just pretend to be really intellectual yes and like really poetic but they're like not that good (laughs) at it so he's like oh he makes those faces he's just a creep and then Emel calls the house and leaves a message. And she tells her husband, like, I miss you a lot. Like, I, we need to talk Wednesday. Like, please, let's talk on Wednesday. Um, and I miss you like water. She, like, tells him the same thing. And I think at that point, Selim's like, what the hell? Like, she stole my phrase or, like, she's lying to me. Because, like, she's telling him that she's into him and he, she's into the relationship. But then she's like telling her husband that she misses him and that she wants to patch things up. So I guess he's very confused at this point, but he's like all Selim and like being Selim. And then all of a sudden the, like the door's opening, he can see like the, what's it called? The locks, the locks like opening. And he's like, fuck, but he doesn't move or anything. And he's like right in view so he like goes in the kitchen, like goes under the counter and this dude taught it, it's Taner and he's come to water the plants because his brother is very worried about these plants um, not being watered in his absence. So he like goes and he's like drinking water, like watering the plants, drinking a lot of alcohol because he like obviously had a very particular day, <laughs> which by, I mean, it's his own fault, but like I guess it was a shitty day and he's just like and, th- and this guy's just like figuring out how to sneak out of the apartment and he's terrible at it obviously because he is clearly like he does not understand the extent of the problem that he's gotten himself into is my conclusion of why he's being so stupid and reckless but we can discuss that in the in the banter section and of course, like Taner turns around at the at the exact time, and this guy just like breaks down, starts crying, and is like, "I wasn't doing anything wrong, I swear. I just made one mistake in my life, and it's." <laughs> oh my god! But it's. I mean, I'm gonna say something horrible, but it's kind of pathetic. Could he his his reaction is like like instead of being like. I don't know. He could have made up an excuse. Like he could have done a hundred thousand things, but he just like basically breaks down immediately and starts bawling, which if I were a tenant, I'd just be like, shut the fuck up. You creep. Like, what are you doing in my brother's apartment? And so there he's like there and Tanner's like, does a know that you're in this apartment? And he's like, no. And 
then this guy Selim asks him like who are you and he's like well I'm the brother and he's like oh she doesn't have any brothers and he's like I'm his brother like oh god I would have just if I were attended I would have lost it like who the fuck is this creep in, <laughs> in my brother's apartment <laughs> who has all the lights off and is doing who the fuck knows what in the house and so then this guy is very dumb he has the tape recorder in his hand which I'm very confused about and Obviously, at, at some point, Tanner is like, what is that in your hand? And he's like, oh, it's my recorder. Oh, I'm yeah. writing a novel and yeah. I do all my notes here. <laughs> Which just like <laughs> gives you like secondhand cringe. I, I think we all felt it. <laughs> he's, he's just like such an incel character. He's just like the worst character. I just expected so much more from him in his death scene. Like, sorry to get ahead of you a little bit, but like. I just like needed him to like not be so sniveling and he was <laughs> such a little worm. Yeah. I mean, it was clear he was a worm from the start. We just didn't know. I how. just like, thought he'd like have a little bit of a little bit of oomph like yeah. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he was awful. Yeah, he was definitely like one of those characters to move along the plot. Like he wasn't meant to have a life of his own. <laughs> like I even wonder if the extent of his creepiness will be revealed. So so Taned like rewinds the tape and then he gets to the part where Selim <laughs> is talking about how like oh, so I like we guess Tadik is like very good at sex with his girl his wife, but he's like very bad at approaching other women for sex or something like very weird like that. <laughs> I guess he's like comparing it to how she is having sex with other people. I don't know. So then this guy's like bawling emotionally and Taner is like basically like you're an idiot like he's like not even being really as menacing as I feel like Taner can be he's just like fuck you and he like takes the tape from the recorder and like throws the recorder and is like get out of the freaking house like you're a fucking idiot and he just like pushes him but like he pushes him and like he hits a wall like straight ahead and he like dies basically <laughs> with worms who just who like runs into a wall and dies like what is wrong with you? oh my god I don't know. but Tenet like is fun. fucked because like now he killed someone like word for word what i wrote about that did he really just die by running into a damn wall god what a fucking loser oh good riddance <laughs> Also, I feel like Tanana should have just left him in the apartment and just like said that he didn't have time to water the flowers and like have it be an issue. But then it'd be revealed that he was a creep and like broke into the apartment rather than like having Tanana. Yeah, it's like, it's like, I mean, getting ahead of myself a little bit here, but like it's, it's all part of like the whole like protect the image of the family shit. Like that's the only reason they do, they do all the really they make all these really bad decisions collectively yeah. <laughs> um so then we see a flashback to a scene that we saw beforehand so there's jeff that walking into the forest so i guess tanner called him and was like i killed a guy like now we have to get rid of his body <laughs> and so tanner arrives in the car with his dude and dead in the back seat and his dad is like you're a fucking idiot like you're such a fuck up now you also killed the man like you're terrible because as we know like there's a clear preference of each child by each parent so we just see him burying the corpse and his dad like begrudgingly helping him 
but like being like you're a fuck up and um he's just like like it's shown how he puts this guy in the ground and then we see Taner go and meet with Yusuf and I don't know if it's the first thing he says but it's like the really creepy thing Taner says is like your daughter is beautiful your daughter is really beautiful which is like dude of course like he wants to threaten him immediately and Tanner's like trying to be really playful I guess or like I don't know if it's emotionally manipulative but he's just being Tanner he's like oh yeah like let's just like hang out like old time's sake and he's like how are we gonna do that you literally broke into my house beat me unconscious in my own house and then like left the video camera like you're a creep and he's like put your hands in the air like he takes the gun out and this guy's like clearly taunting him and he's like walk we're going to the police station now and then that's the end of the episode we kind of spoiled some of our takes but that's okay Now we'll move straight on into our gossip slash spilling the non-existent tea section. Where do we want to start? Do you want to start with the murder? Do you want to start at the beginning? I think we should do the beginning. Okay, so I was confused about this also when uh, they have the creepy opening scene and Jevdet is walking into the forest. Was that to help Taner bury Selim? Or was that in the modern timeline? I think it's it's to bury Selim because he's wearing the same vest and the same shirt. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, that makes sense then. It was super creepy. That was like the creepiest scene. Yeah, and nothing for me. happened. It was just creepy. Yeah, it was creepy. Yeah, that whole scene was weird. So, what Can did we- you guys think of Taner just like running into, like? Uh, that's what I, that's what oh I was about to ask. That was so bad. That's a lot. Like, yeah. I feel like they could have come up with such a much better way to, for him to find out naturally than have him just see them I, walking around. Also, just whatever, like, town this is, like, does every fucking person just go on vacation to this town or, like, its immediate environs? Like, I don't understand how, like, it's just, like, the spot. Like, why is the corporate retreat there <laughs> so yeah, close? Yeah, so you know? the corporate retreat is in Istanbul, but they're just supposed to be retreaty, acting retreaty. No, no. Well, like they're outside of Istanbul. They're like, because he's from coming down from like the the mountain oh. retreat to the coast. But like, presumably, I don't think it would be a very far drive from the resort where the retreat's happening to like Jevdet's house. Yes. house. Agreed. Because he he goes to Jevdet's house on Taner to try to see if Ruya is there. Yeah. And is so my mom and I were debating about this as we were watching the episode. I thought that also. Oh my gosh, what's uh, what's Yusuf's daughter's name? Elif. I forgot. Uh, Elif. Elif, yeah. So I thought that Elif and Feride, her mom, and the the dick that Feride Tunch. was dating, I thought, and I forgot his name, Tunch, yeah. Um, I thought they were all also very close to the town, to this coastal town. But my mom said that they that Elif took like an intercity bus, and it was like a pretty far journey for her to get to where her dad was. What did you did you guys catch that? Like, what, were they like in a completely different well, part of the country? Edith the only family? thing I know is that they were on vacation when she ran away. 
So presumably they were. Yeah, I just thought I thought it was like in the same region as like the town that her dad was in. So that's what I wrote a note like, why is every person like go? Why is every person on, in Turkey going to this <laughs> town or like its surrounding areas but for vacation? But maybe it just wasn't that it there. Must be close because she doesn't. She doesn't have any money, and they drove. Yeah, how far could she get? They yeah, drove, so true. it should like. I don't know. I feel like if if probably if it's more than a six hour drive, you can probably take a flight. Yeah, I mean buses are pretty common, like and safe. So it doesn't surprise me that she would be on a long bus ride. But I also can't remember if she like took her mom's wallet. No, I don't think she did anything. She didn't even take like phone. I mean, she has a phone, so I assume she has like money and no. But she left. She left her phone. Remember, that's why the mom was so worried. Oh. Interesting. I don't know, but I, I anyway. agree they're, they're, they should have come up with a more natural way to do that. And like, maybe yeah. it makes sense in a play setting somehow, but like, why couldn't Taner I, I mean, have I would, just walked in on- I would rather he be, yeah, I'd rather he be following them like that. Okay, I agree. That's completely creepy, but like, at least it's like, you can draw a straight line into that observation. Right. Whereas like him frantically searching for his wife whom he abandoned- <laughs> uh and he's coming down from like this i don't know mountainous area and like it just turns on a random side street yeah. and sees them in this random town like that it's too much I- but it, it could be like that it's like a place near Istanbul, but like a resort like you know that ev- near every big city there's like resorts it's like like if you watch the show in the hamptons like why is everyone in the hamptons well because it's like the resort town of new york like that's how i saw it in my head like I didn't think it was that unusual, especially since it's probably like a really close drive from Istanbul, like at max, like an hour and a half, two hours. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just feel like the point of a retreat, as far as I understand it, no one's ever paid to take me on a retreat, um, <laughs> is like, to like, you have to go far enough away that you're not like, oh, I'm going to go see my friend for dinner, you know? Like yeah, but it has two to hours be like isolating. Like, if you have to walk two hours there, to drive two hours there and two hours back, it would be too. Yeah. But yeah, I also yeah, think it's true. cheaper. Like you just get a bus or like everyone drives their own car or whatever, rather than like having to fly everyone somewhere. Mm. Plus, like it's also easier because for some reason in this corporate retreat, like people come and go. Um, <laughs> like this dude can just take a public bus and get back to Istanbul whenever. I think they realized that they shouldn't have invited the IT guy to the retreat <laughs> and they cut his trip short. <laughs> like, ew, he's creepy. And he keeps talking about a novel he's written. Like, should we just tell him to go home? Well, and he meets his, he meets his publishers at 10 p.m. What yeah. Classic nocturnal uh, literary interactions. Everyone knows about those. <laughs> He like, Do you think really he's dumb. actually writing a novel or that was just his excuse for his research? I don't think he's actually like put pen to paper because like, I don't know, he's a worm. He wouldn't have like gone that far, but like I think in his head he was, he had a delusion. Or or it's his like his aspiration is to write a novel eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except he hasn't started. He just like writes really creepy, not writes, records really creepy notes. Yeah. 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 That seems right. We already kind of knew this, but we got confirmation that uh, Tarek had been diagnosed and treated before he got married to ML, which was 
really yep. bad because like I tend to feel bad for Tarek and think that he's pretty innocent and all this, but he should have fucking told her before she married. Innocent. Ah, innocent. Hashtag wow, innocent. I keep doing it. <laughs> 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 he's not innocent anymore because you gotta disclose your medical conditions before you marry somebody. Yes, yeah, seriously. That what a, again, just what a shitty family and a shitty policy of like needing to appear perfect. Well, also like <laughs> when you say that, like, it would make a lot more sense to me if they were like important, you know, like I get that he's important in the town to a certain extent, Yeah, he's important. but like if they were like really rich or famous or like politicians or something, then it would make more sense. This desire to cover things. It's like a self-importance of just the fact, like his own oversized ego, just because he's a cop kind of thing. Like, yeah, not like you said, he's not necessarily like objectively, an important member of society at that moment but um in his head like just having worn the uniform I think he's got this sense of grand or delusion of grandeur rather and and Nadman's just a cold bitch so I think also like when you live in a small town like so much of your life is like how other people perceive you and interact with you Mm -hmm. and like if they shun you like you literally have no social life no nothing Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah I think but at the same time, like, I don't know what would be wrong if, like, it would be completely out of their hands that this guy was a creep and was, like, following ML around. Like, nobody would have to know that they had an affair or anything. Right. Like, well, yeah, completely agree. It's, there's no reason he couldn't have just, like, called the cops and been like, oh, my God, I found this guy in the apartment and he ran and he slipped and he hit his head like it's there's no evidence they can't or i just it. found him dead whatever yeah or i walked in i found him dead in this creepy tape recorder with all these creepy things recorded on <laughs> like that's pretty good evidence i wonder yeah, i mean i guess and i could have denied everything too but i think the assumption is that she wouldn't have and that would have scandalized everyone further yeah it's possible I... that she would have felt guilty and just come clean about her having an affair he does kind of seem like a weenie in that way yeah like she would <laughs> she would so. be like yeah she can't be trusted because she's attracted to creeper so anything that she does True. is not trustworthy well not only to creepers but to like creepers and crazy people yeah oh, and she married okay. into that family without a blink she has no family oh god her, her position yeah. so her position terrible. is so, so horrible I, I feel really bad for her me too we t- i mean there's she's that's a horrible she should just like fucking move like to china or something <laughs> like she should just give up on this whole situation well she's gonna die very try a different economy on <laughs> <laughs> did you guys think that she was gonna find out what was on the recorder when they had that scene for sure i was gonna say like i didn't like that like there was su- such perfect moments for there to be revelations about the tape I guess they're building it up for a later episode, but like it would have been perfect to have some sort of reveal of what's on Mm -hmm. the tape. Eski's theory about Ruya, not the beating, but the walking is still going strong. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing to disprove that yet. (laughs) (laughs) We we haven't seen her hitch Except that she left the (laughs) cooler with all the food. Like you'd think you'd bring that with you if you're going for a long hike. That's true. It's weird that she left us. She had a fist fight on the road. That's why she has bruises on her face. It all checks. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Um, the the whole I know we discussed the like I miss you like water thing, but her plagiarism of it was the funniest moment in the what episode the for me. Was, like, that I think it's that was so him that she's like not being honest with him. Yeah. yeah. But why, why would she do that? That's such a weird, like, so she's just using him as like an emotional crutch, I guess. Is that what we're supposed to understand? It probably just stuck to her. Well, I don't think she's necessarily being dishonest because she said she wanted to work through stuff. So I think that was like her taking a step in that way, but it was just like extra insulting to, I mean, of course she doesn't know that he's a fucking creep in her right. apartment. That's a whole other, but like. Uh, for him in his in his twisted mind he's like my god my beautiful poetry of a sentence has been appropriated (laughs) she also like needs to decide like what her attitude is going to be towards Tarek because she's very sending very mixed messages and like she's gotta go like you said she just gotta fucking go give up on that immediately early on when I thought that she was the first person observing his symptoms and like I thought you know she's being totally uh she's not being helpful like she's locking herself in the room and like shutting him out and not communicating with him like this seems like the worst possible thing you can do like okay I understand it's scary that the person you live with is talking to no one um like talking to things that things and people that don't exist and all that stuff but like it doesn't seem like acting like you're constantly afraid of him is a healthy way to handle mm-hmm. the situation either or a safe way to handle the situation either but now that we know and I still think that that's all true because she didn't know that the whole family knew at that point but now that we know that Tarek was aware and everyone else was aware in his family it's just like again all on them horrible. so shitty it's horrible yeah yeah Ugh. then we had the Ruya and Yusuf exposition scene and again my early spoiler what the fuck is how is Yusuf not fired why is he still on the force I know all of a sudden everything's okay yeah it's there's a new lead go Yusuf you have the full backing of our department he's encouraged to go to the town where he almost blew everything up like five minutes before (laughs) completely insane I mean I guess we have uh some police immunity problems here as well obviously but it yeah. seems a little unrealistic well it's also a plot hole because like they've built up this whole thing about him like fucking up his reputation and then all of a sudden it's like oh you know we don't want to follow that path like let's just fix it actually this makes it harder for him to like conveniently show up in the town <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that was odd why did Taner go to the psychiatrist's office? The sister? I didn't get that scene like at all. I feel like there was some future investigation of some kind that he's doing. Not investigation, but recon for himself. But maybe he's trying to get evidence. Of the affair? To... Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or he's like trying to understand who the guy is. Because like he saw them walking um, yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, like because Ruya told him that she's going to a psychologist and the family's very against her going there and sharing everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, cute cat though. So cute that was cat. a weird. Yes. But I think he was a stray. He probably didn't belong to her. She wouldn't no, have yeah. a cat for one month with no food. 
he saw Tenere and he was like, okay, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> These people Bad can't vibes. be trusted. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about the, the death slash murder? I don't even know if it's a murder because it's like. I mean, did he, he even touch him? Like, maybe I should go watch it in slow-mo. No, he like shoved him. See. Yeah. He did shove him? Like, okay. I really thought like homeboy got up and like fell into the wall <laughs> and died. I was like, you, oh my His god. You suck. immediate reaction was so weird. Like, you're two men. Why are you like sniveling and crying and like. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get that at all. Like not even like, not even like, uh, like you said two men, but like it's, it's like two grown adults in that situation like sniveling is just like i wouldn't even i wouldn't accept that from a grown woman either. yeah like oh my and, god and <laughs> also like you don't he didn't know anything about taner so he doesn't know like what kind of trouble he's in yeah i, I think he should have just yeah, been yeah. like more like self-preservation you know like yeah oh, oh yeah. i'm i'm here yeah. to water the plants exactly. ml hired me exactly what the end I missed her like water, <laughs> so I'm watering the plants. That was so bizarre. So, so did he die? Did he die? Because he, I don't get why he died. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think he did push him pretty what hard and death? he like hit the wall. Like, if you hit a, a wall like head first, you probably are going to die. I mean, your skull is like crazy. So, I'm rewatching the scene and I think you both have good points. He basically starts to run <laughs> for the door. And then Tarek like takes that momentum, sorry, Tenar takes that momentum and like shoves him as hard as he can. And he runs head first into a corner, yeah, like exactly. a corner of the wall. Oh, so oh, I, okay. I mean, it seems like a bit far-fetched. Like it would have been better if he'd run it into really, like metal or something, yeah. but. Yeah, it would really have to like hit it just right, I guess. And then there's yeah. a ton of blood. Uh, but be, he probably had a weak skull, you know? True. <laughs> He has an invertebrate. As yeah. We yeah. God, that's such a weird scene. Okay. <laughs> I'm done watching that. But the other weird yeah. scene is, is the ending one, which I now remember that I forgot to recap oh. a few things, especially how um, this dude, Taner, was the one who took the photo of Tunch and the other woman or the video. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, he revealed mm-hmm. something else, but I'm forgetting right now. He like calls Yusuf a wimp. Also, it's like you're still a wimp. Yeah, like which he was right. Kids, like uh, what do you call him? Like I don't know, like weak or something. And then that's why it's shocking that you became a cop. Well, and he says you just became a cop because you wanted to be like my dad. You like playing with his gun. Mm -hmm. I feel like they need to do more work around like I don't know, taking as like they need to have more flashbacks to childhood. For for me, that one flashback isn't enough of a thread to their like past baggage, and I guess if Yusuf does admire Javed from like that long ago, like I don't have a strong sense of that yet. Still, I don't know if they're gonna invest more in you know putting scenes like that in this in the story. I just like I don't know. I still I it's too still too easy for me to forget personally that uh they've all these characters have all kind of known each other forever yeah we don't Um, really get like I think what we need is a bit more Yusuf like he's such an erratic character and I have my own theory on that that will come up in the history section um but I 
Oh. Like, I feel like we need like a, oh, he had an abusive father and Jeff Depp was his father figure. Yeah. So, something like that, just to explain yeah, exactly. Exactly. what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very strange because he also doesn't really tie the ends together. Oh, and the other thing he says is my father is such an idiot. He took you right to where my camp was. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's definitely That's true. Thing that I had forgotten about. So he has. I liked. Um, I liked Jeff Dett screaming at Taner about killing uh, Creeper. That was funny. Yeah. I They're felt so bad. Yeah. Well, parents are so. Harsh. It's just sad how like the parents are like so harsh on the kids, but in the end they like feel bad about everything. So it's like, well, if you just showed your kids like how you're actually feeling, like that would have probably led to a better outcome than you just like yelling at them. Yeah. And also, if you're a police chief, shouldn't you, like, be able to work the situation? Like, okay, leave the body where it is, exit, wipe your fingerprints, then we'll call the police. We'll be like, we think there's been a break. You know, we could have we made this situation better. Yeah, that's true. Not like, I mean, he did help him bury the body. I guess that's nice. Good parenting. Yeah, I agree. He should have, uh, he should have, one, helped him like you said, giving him guidance about the crime scene. Unless, of course, Tana, like, loaded homeboy up into the trunk, r- drove to the forest, and was like, Dad, he's <laughs> <laughs> in my trunk, I'm in the woods. Oh, my God. But, barring that, yeah, he should have given him guidance, and also, like, I don't know, he seems to still be pretty influential. Like, that, he could make it disappear. Do your corrupt cop thing. Yeah. Especially because the sister's gone for a month, so, like, nobody's gonna be looking for this asshole. Yeah, even the sister might be like, oh, did he, like, go? (laughs) Yeah, probably. She went to Germany to get away from him. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, good. He got the memo and disappeared forever. (laughs) Also, his reaction, just like how much he's crying, just made me think that he probably didn't understand what he was doing. Like, it was a game in his head, and then he realized that there were real stakes. Like, he was doing real shit that would have real consequences. And that's my conclusion as to why he's so upset because he probably just thought it was kind of like a dumb thing and like he's doing his dumb tape recorder shit but then he's like fuck (laughs) there are other people involved in this thing yeah and I feel like he wasn't so much afraid for his life as he was of like grown-up consequences in terms of like the police getting called on him or him getting arrested Mm. I felt like at least at the beginning of the conversation it was more like don't call the police like don't tell anyone well also Emil like finding out probably because that would have been fucked up yeah and like I wonder if Tanner is going to listen to the recording but if he does he's going to find some really freaky shit because he has her whole sessions I don't know if it's the same tape I'm assuming for plot reasons yeah to be the same tape agreed oh man yeah Nermin Mac wields a mean shovel. Was that what he, she knocked him out with? Gun? Shovel? Rod? I don't, know. I, think it was a I don't know, but she's scary. I wouldn't want to go up against her. No, definitely not. Oh my god. She's a, I find her to be a very uh I mean not a not a good character as I've said. I don't want you all to continue to confuse my amusement <laughs> with her. As like, oh wow, I love her. I really don't love her, but I do think she's one of the most original and funny <laughs> characters in terms of just like 
how much of a hard ass she is and just cold and hateful it's amazing I almost (laughs) wish that um Tark didn't have like a legitimate disease that he was just like a really fucked up individual and that they could you could trace both of those boys back to her being such a cold horrible person yes Yes. (laughs) what are your guys feelings in general on the show at this point I like it. I feel like it's less uh, less plot holy than our other uh, thriller that we've reviewed on this That's podcast. That's certainly the true. Wait, like Swiss the protector not a high is bar. A thriller? <laughs> well, kind of. Really? Yeah. What, is, like what else is it? Show? Action, I mean, like, fantasy. Like, yeah, but it's like it's got like okay, Love One Hundred and One for me like was just like straight drama, <laughs> but. Like there's suspense in the protector and there's more, I would say there's more similarities with in terms of like discovering plot holes and stuff like that between the show and that than love 101. Anyway, I think it's, it's probably the most intelligent show we've watched so far. Yeah. I'm just kind of concerned as I, as I mentioned beforehand, what happens with these suspenseful shows is that they like, yeah, like they build a lot of threads and then in the end, they're only able yeah. to tie, like, some of the threads together. So then some of the things will be just like, oh, whatevs, the show is over. Like, we don't know what happened with that, which is infuriating to me. But we shall see. Yeah, we still have three episodes left. So there's a lot of room, I feel like. Yeah. All right, so today for our history section, we are going to be discussing (laughs) concussions, uh, concussion syndrome, and um, people dying by being hit on the head, I guess, although I did look into it. I was scared what Google would show me, Um, but yes, we're going to talk about the multitude of head injuries that pervade the show. So Sammy, you mentioned uh, you had a theory about Yusuf that you were going to get to in the history section, so do you think he's like very concussed and every all of his like stupid decisions or whatever as a result of yeah I think he has concussion syndrome (laughs) and I think that his absolutely erratic behavior and fits of rage are simply a symptom of him being hit on the head too many times Mm -hmm. that's why he went after tunage like that and he can't go to he can't go to sleep because he's concussive. So his eye bags are just getting exactly. bigger. Exactly, it fits with the eye bags too. Genius. Yeah. <laughs> so is it the same thing to say that someone has a concussion versus saying someone has concussion? No, syndrome? so I I'm forgetting what the correct um, term is, it's but CTE. It's um... CTE. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Let me look oh, up sorry. the what the thing stands for, but I know. You, you mean, let me pull up my prepared notes uh, that I've researched extensively. <laughs> CTE is chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Encephalopathy. Is that the concussion movie thing? Yeah. yeah. That Will like, Smith movie. Will yeah. Smith. That's what, like, they've, they've yeah. been doing a ton of... So basically what happened is they, they started doing autopsies on a lot of football players. Um, and they started to discover that there were like clear symptoms in the brain from like getting hit in the head too many times. And like, it goes from memory loss to becoming more aggressive um, to, I think, mm-hmm. I think also like it can cause like depression, I think. 
like there's yeah. a lot of of symptoms mm-hmm. like people end up killing themselves when they have this thing or they yeah. die young i don't remember i can't remember i think even like like people that aren't football players have it like it it, it can happen oh yeah to yeah. like other people there's a lot of sports yeah that can have it too. yeah so um basically it does change your behavior and like there's a lot of people saying like there's definitely some sports that we should stop doing because they're really affecting people and they're like affecting their their lives in a very significant way but I don't know in the end like what's gonna happen with that but it could be I feel like like when when else did he get hit in the head Sammy that would justify well he got hit in the head by Taner he got hit in the head by Narman in this recent episode it must have happened before then also I mean he's got a very punchable face (laughs) oh I do have a story actually about uh so talking about like how easy or difficult it is to uh kill yourself by running into a wall which please don't do that oh um yeah there was this like internal thread in my company and this one guy was being like such a dick on it and so we looked him up (laughs) and he he didn't work in our office but we realized that he had uh one punch killed his friend in a bar fight oh yes I know the story Mm -hmm. yeah and then we were terrified to ever go to that office slash meet him (laughs) yeah makes sense wait he punched his friend and killed him yeah he punched his friend and the friend died just because they were like drunk and they got in a fight this is horrifying (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean i don't yeah so uh don't punch your friends holy crap damn it I was like getting so ready for COVID to like wind down so I go on a punching screen but it kills people I'm not gonna do that but the bad news for um understanding use of the behavior is that the only way you can actually diagnose CTE is like after the person's dead when you do an Mm. autopsy on their brain I think there's like a 50-50% chance that Yusuf lives through the <laughs> next three episodes. <laughs> really? I feel like he has to live through it. I don't know. I don't remember. But yeah, so movies about this. I watched that concussion movie with Will Smith, which was actually really good and really scary, accepting Will Smith's uh, African accent, which was completely ridiculous. <laughs> oh, he's the doctor? Yeah. He's the doctor. Fun fact, one of my friends from undergrad's house was used to portray Alec Baldwin's house in that movie. <laughs> wow. That's cool. Yeah. That's exciting. It was not a shack, so it was a nice house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie was really scary and also made me like hate the NFL, even though I still oh love watching God. football. Fun fact. The rules of football have been explained to me maybe six times. Same. I still don't know. Same. Okay, sorry. It is. We can all watch a game together. A sport that makes zero sense. But look at this. This is horrifying. I don't know if you guys like heard about the Aaron Hernandez case. Like he was this uh, football player, and yeah, I don't remember who yeah. he killed. Was it his brother or something, or like a family member? Wasn't it like a domestic partner? Or I don't was remember. It... But I thought it was, it was his girlfriend. But I could looking it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he I was thought, too, I charged for the murder of Lloyd 
a semi-professional oh, no, linebacker that... who was dating the sister of his fiance. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, and he, apparently he also killed two. Well, he was indicted for the 2012 double homicide of two other people. Um, but basically, he committed suicide in jail, and they his family donated donated his brain to CTE research. And they found that he had stage three CTE, which they had never seen in a brain younger than 46 years old. So definitely being a football player can have a significant impact on like the the sad thing about it is that it's not just like one impact. It seems like it's emotional. It's physical. It's it's really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it looks like he had I remember when that case when the case was getting a lot of attention that people in his family or like who knew him from childhood also said that he was abused as a child and molested and stuff so it was was not only the ct but also i mean not to excuse obviously anything that he's done but there were very very severe contributing factors um so yeah and it's also interesting like some people are much more susceptible to yeah. um, having damage from multiple concussions and others. We just don't know anything about the brain once true. again. <laughs> also, did you guys ever watch Last Chance You? No. It's on know. Netflix. It's by the same people that made Cheer. It was their first show. Oh. And it's really good. It's very disturbing. It's about like... Um, oh, so it's like yeah. a documentary? It's, a, it's the same as Cheer, but it's football instead of cheerleading. So docu-series. And it's about community colleges that have really good football programs. So players that want to get into D1 schools or have been kicked out of D1 schools and want to get back into D1 schools will go there and play football uh, for a year. Mm -hmm. But it's really interesting learning about these kids and the business. And like some of them have been playing college football for like eight years, you know, and it's just kind of their profession at this point. Mm -hmm. And they're completely lost without football. But then they get injured, they get concussed, and it's it's wild. Oh my god! The first season is the best season if you guys are going to try it. Also, apparently, mm-hmm. people that like there's a link between ALS and CTE in athletes who have con- who like participate in contact sports. And that's huh. like interesting because I saw mm-hmm. like some news report about some NFL athlete like getting diagnosed with with ALS recently. Hmm. so hmm. wow that's that sucks yeah the brain is very mysterious don't get hit on the head don't let your children play football well and also um you, soccer right they found out that um like heading the ball but soccer is less bad yeah 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 but, it, but i mean even, even baseball players have had cte oh, so what? like and that from what? I don't know. Bats hitting their heads. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like it's it's a lot of a lot of. I mean, MMA kind of makes yeah. sense or other martial arts. It was originally associated with fist fighting and like yeah. boxing. Yeah. yeah, boxing is the worst by far. Way yeah. worse than MMA. Yes. Yes. Fun fact about American football in the 1910s when it was starting to become a known thing that the sport existed and more and more institutions I guess uh ha- began began having American football teams um there was a huge national 
outcry and movement against it because it was seen as like pure barbarism to have the sport and then by the 1920s they're like oh they're wearing helmets it's fine oh god (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's another thing is like uh apparent I mean people always say that like the helmets and all the pads and everything are actually contributing to the problem because they Mm -hmm. allow the players to hit each other with much more speed and momentum Um, whereas in rugby I guess it's better well I don't think you're also allowed to hit anyone in the head like because they don't have any protection yeah you're not supposed to hit people in the head but like you crash into them and like the helmets crash yeah 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 but in rugby like I think it's exactly that reason because you don't have protection so if you hit someone in the head it's going to be really bad so yeah that's probably why yeah there's this and like New York Times article 111 NFL brains all but one had CTE wow that's so crazy. Yeah, the the concussion movie is really good for anybody who hasn't seen it. I have not. Um, and Last Chance You is also very interesting. I think I didn't really realize how unique the American like industrial sports complex was until I went to Turkey and realized that they didn't really have yeah. collegiate sports in the same way. Yeah, so, same in Colombia. There's no colli- like there's no really collegiate sports. Like there, of course, it's like like the same thing with with football where it's like kind of a an economic mobility thing like it's the same thing here with soccer though soccer's so yes dude it could go like fucking 80 minutes and no one scores anything that's ridiculous really good (laughs) you're delusional you would 90 percent of the world are delusional i think it's the other way around (laughs) (laughs) sorry no sorry (laughs) um okay shall we move on yeah i i like your theory i think we can we can keep it in our how do you say this in spanish in english in spanish you say like keep something in your like cop like coffee cup it means like keeping something in mind or something oh keep it in mind that's it in like your repertoire it was just like keeping something like in the back of your head yeah like that exactly yeah i don't know if there's like a more poetic i don't know if, i don't know if you can miss it like water you know like, i don't know if it's the same thing keep it like water <laughs> keep it like water in your brain in your brain <laughs> <laughs> So now we're going to move on into our favorite section, which is what the fuck and Sultan of success. And I feel like there were quite a few what the fucks in this episode. So not so many successes, but we'll get to that. I have, uh, let's see. Oh, (laughs) what the fuck Ruya's heels. Did you guys notice when she was being interviewed in the police station? She was wearing literally eight inch heels. It was insane. It was so wild. Like, there's no way she was able to walk out of the woods in those things. Oh, but maybe she walked all the way and then she went home, changed, and went to the police station. <laughs> changed, got beat in the face, and then went to the police station. Was just her bruises took a long time to heal. <laughs> I have, what the fuck, Yusuf not being fired. We went over that, but still ridiculous. What the fuck, Taner just, like, chugging their booze. 
without even using a glass. Like I think he used a glass for the first bit and then he just starts chugging for the bottle. That's rude. And then, oh yes, this is what the fuck to me myself. But <laughs> um, my first LOL of this entire show was Selim running head first at the wall and dying. <laughs> Which is pretty messed up. So what the fuck me? <laughs> but I thought that was hilarious. It was, I laughed too. It wasn't my first LOL. Well. I've laughed like as, as we've discussed in every episode, but uh, <laughs> that was a good, that was a good one. What about you guys? I have several what the fucks. Okay. My first what the fuck is the tape not showing the important parts of itself in the, in the episode. Like what, what would be more like the psychiatrist conversation? Yeah, that would be super okay. fucked up. Okay, my other what the fuck, or I don't know if it's what the fuck, but I just find it funny. The IT guy who's like very poetic and um, writes a novel. <laughs> that just seems like unusual. <laughs> okay, also what the fuck? How could he make a copy of her house keys so quickly while she's in the shower? Okay, I told I, I raised that point again to my mom. I was like, that like that's just not possible I think and she was like no there's locksmiths everywhere in Turkey of course you can I was like mom (laughs) you have a secret (laughs) um that's disturbing (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like I mean I don't I still have no concept of where they are on this retreat but like if you go into a hardware store you can get a copy of a key made in like a minute that seems like they need to like not (laughs) like while he he gets down to the lobby, walks over there, mm-hmm. goes up again, needs to put the keys back in her purse mm-hmm. yeah. before she gets out of the shower so she doesn't notice that he took the keys. Yeah, that would be stressful. I don't feel like his constitution know, can of... handle that amount of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> he also has really bad eye bags, Sammy. He's starting to. I feel like they got worse this episode. <laughs> and then yeah. he died. And then he died. Yeah. Also... What the fuck with the suspenseful music when he opens the candy drawer? I like still don't understand. Yeah, I don't know what were we meant to take away from that because I got nothing. Me neither. I mean, I do remember. I do remember while watching and being like, <laughs> "It's his candy," and I think I was like wild up because of the music. But I don't know. Why. I just like what came to my head was like his sister's a psychologist. Maybe she sees children and has candy there for the children. And he's such a child that he eats the children's candy. (laughs) I don't know. I keep expecting there to be roofies, but there's still no roofies. So what's the (laughs) point of the candy? I I guess like my my other conjecture is they're they're trying to characterize him as childish. And that would also go with why he starts crying so intensely. Yeah, that's true. Because like, as I mentioned, I think he just like was kind of being a child about it and not realizing the consequences of the stupid shit he was doing he was like playing a game and then he's like Mm -hmm. oh fuck i'm not a child like this has real consequences and i just died i feel like and i just died (laughs) i just (laughs) um i feel like i i definitely could see that but it would i would be able to buy it more if he hadn't slept with ml like if he was just crushing on her then i could yeah. by the childlike thing but like yeah the fact that he was um like with it enough to like seduce her and sleep with her and not seem weird during the process okay. I feel like dispels that yeah that's a very good point but also she was in a very vulnerable place true 
So she kept seeing really creepy things that he did as, like, endearing. <laughs> oh, God. Which... Like, this exact book that is super hard to find that I love. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> Weird. Weird. Um, also, okay, remember when Taner broke into the psychologist's house? He, like, had his hand all bloody? Mm-hmm. And then he very angrily goes mm-hmm. to knock on, on that door, which I, don't, I still don't know who lived in that house, in that apartment that he was knocking, like, very angrily in. But he also, like, used his bloody hand to, like, pound on the door. That was very what the He's a freak. That must be really painful. What I got from that scene was that he and Rhea didn't live together, and that's where she lives oh. or something. But she, we saw them, like, we saw her, like, sleeping at their apartment, right? So I don't mm-hmm. know. And they went to that wedding together, like, or not that yeah. wedding, and that and Todd's wedding yeah. together, like, as a couple, so. Maybe it's, and, and the woman, like, in the subtitles, it said that, like, there were plural people who left the house. Right. Like, the people that live here left in the early evening. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what um, that was about. Remember, remember how the subtitles in Love 101 Billy! also said Billy, though? <laughs> it's not <laughs> um and then my other what the fuck okay i have so many but my other what the fuck is why does he tell that very stupid lie about the publishing house that was bizarre why wouldn't he say oh i'm at home the end i mean i'm at a home oh i'm I'm in your home (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and this just left my brain i had it right here like water (laughs) Oh my god. Can we change our <laughs> podcast name to We Miss You Like Water? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to try. Okay, I think that was the extent of my what the fucks, but I had a lot of what the fucks today. Okay. I have, I have, I have two. Oh, good, good. Well, you already went. I went, I went, I went. <laughs> but God. Okay. WTF to the the whole like coincidental sighting of Emmett and Satan oh, yeah. from Sanaskar. We've already discussed it. And then WTF to uh, Jevdit, I think. Yeah, I think it was Jevdit telling Tariq that he would find him another wife if the whole MF thing Oh, was yeah! <laughs> so you just want to, like, bestow your uh, very unwell son upon another woman. <laughs> Great. And it doesn't seem like he found ML in the first place, so that makes it, like, even more weird. Mm. Yeah, I feel like there was this whole plan, like, just in case he can't secure himself a wife through deception and hiding his mental illness like we'll do that for him (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah they're like the worst parents in history yeah pretty much (laughs) and do you think they always like had favorites like that or do you think it as like Tarek got sick it like pitted them against each other yeah it seems like they started out this whole parented thing with like shriveled up hearts that could only one (laughs) one person and they just made their choices oh my gosh (laughs) horrible absolutely horrible okay i have no fucking clue who our sultan of success is Ooh, there is no sultan of success there has to be it's our thing uh what about the heels and ria and like traversing the wild in heels. Ruya well, yeah, still Ruya. being alive. Ruya. She can yeah. be insulted of success. Or Yusuf, because like he had no consequences for being a total psycho. That's true too. <laughs> Yusuf still has his job and to the case. But he did get hit over and the head by like wife. an 80-year-old lady. So 
But even his wife, he still has, mysteriously enough, for everyone. So your who are your is your vote Yusuf or Ruya? I mean, I like Ruya better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about have we considered the wall in the apartment? <laughs> the wall in the apartment <laughs> that literally killed a full-grown man. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. That's my vote. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> if we're allowed to nominate an avid object i vote for the wall i completely otherwise. agree otherwise i do like riyadh just better than yusuf and i don't yusuf doesn't deserve anything <laughs> <laughs> um wow okay eski coming in with the winner at the end incredible <laughs> so Congratulations to our Sultan of Success, the corner uh, interior wall of Tariq <laughs> and ML's apartment. Uh, we congratulate you for murdering Creeper, and we hope to see more of you in the future. Um, <laughs> thank you all so much for listening, and we'll be back next time with episode six. Thank you.